grease. Yeah. It's like what keeps your elbows greased. <laughs> if they start cracking. So inside, not you outside. You mean like the inside so. grease? Not, Isn't it? I always like, I think this is the elbow, but like they must That's, be in this like little I think this is the elbow. <laughs> Elementary botany. Quick botany. Botany. What was this? What is it? Anatomy. Hi everyone, and uh, welcome to the Philly Dev Mike podcast. Um, I'm your host, Sean Pierre, and I am here with... Uh, I'm Tabitha Arnold. I'm Nicole Klein. I'm Jake O'Brien. Alright, um, and these are all Dev Night community members, or the Philadelphia Game community members. What is Dev Night? That's a great question, Tabitha. <laughs> what is Dev Night? Do you want to tell us what Dev Night is? Well, I've been coming for like a year, and as I understand, it's different this year than it used to be. It's kind of like it's an ever-changing so kind of concept, but this year it's been kind of like a creative gathering of all types of people, but centered around game design. It's the kind gathering. of, yeah, it's like heralded by the game jams, but really like people just show up and it could be anyone. And yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's interesting. I think, I think what's cool and interesting about the Dev Night is that it like, it kind of had three-ish phases, but it, st it started as like like just a very small, I mean, you can speak to the very early days of it, Sean, because you started it, but like, it started as like you very... You started it. You started it's it. It's not my fault. You're yeah, too blind. But it was like, it was like a bunch of people with laptops in a like smallish room, like, and kind of like getting more and more full and more and more sweaty, like working on things. <laughs> and at some point, um, and it was cool, people were just hacking on games and it was very much about working. And then, like at a certain point, Cyber Prime like rented out the rest of this space, the, de the and what became the Philly Game Forge, which has hosted Dev Night ever since. And all of a sudden, we had this big old space. And then Dev Night just kind of lost its mind for a while, <laughs> and it turned into this like just yeah. bacchanal and like. Um, <laughs> See, that's not what it is now. <laughs> well, it's actually not like it. I mean, it is a little bit like it's like definitely got like a lot of social like stuff happening, yeah, but but it's a lot more focused. I mean, for a while there, it was. Like there was, there was, there were, there were, like there was a game jam I think, but it was pretty yeah. mellow. So we didn't have show and tell. We yeah, didn't we didn't have, have show and tell. But no, we, show, uh, game jams didn't start until 2013, I don't okay. think. And yeah. then show and tell didn't start until. We yeah, still, show and tell's pretty we recent. We still had game jams when it was smaller. Um, they were. Um, I know Amanda. Yeah, they were small. Yeah. Moises won. I think that was in 2013. That was in or 2012. Okay. I mean, we won in August of 2013. And I don't think there were. But there. that was um, when, when we know. moved into the forge when it was big. They were they were happening. Yeah, they were. Yeah. But when did you move into the forge? Uh, I don't know dates or times or context or anything. <laughs> uh, a couple of years ago. Okay. Yeah. What is but, it now? Twenty sixteen. I think twenty fourteen. Okay. Yeah, they were happening for a while, and we actually had more developer talks, but that got. I remember the developer right. talks. Yeah. yeah. But you know, it's hard to get developers to I talk to us. I only heard one of those, and it was the coolest. What? Dun, yeah. dun, dun. That happened a year ago. Like, what was your talk about? Yeah. Hop was like, that's happening a year ago. Like today. Like yesterday, the day before. Yesterday? That was my first day. Happy Dev Night Boom. birthday. Happy Dev Night birthday oh. to you. It was on imposter syndrome. Oh, okay. I heard about that. So I wasn't around nervous. for it. Very applicable to like my life. I was yeah. like nervous even just writing it. I was like sweating. That's, I was, like, I should that's ironic. Books. Right? Right? <laughs> I was like, I should read all these books that I'm I found. I'm not qualified to give a talk on imposter syndrome. <laughs> that's exactly how I felt. I was like, this is a snake eating its own tail for sure. <laughs> Right, so Jake, uh, you mentioned game jams, and you're actually in charge of the game jams. Mm -hmm. um, King of the game jams. 
King Jane, Stewart, Tyrant, it's an oligarchy. Game jams. Yeah. So, did you start them or like? No, no, they were already going. Were you and the like when we ever made one ever. I was yes. They're actually named after me. Did you invent games? <laughs> Jim and James. Jack, Game Jam, J and J. Well, we were doing we were doing the um, global game jam for like. Yeah, we were doing really some of that. But like when I moved into the when Flyclaws, my company moved into the Forge, the Forge was like this co-working space, and like that's when the, that's when it was crazy, and we were kind of like not knowing what to make of DevNet. It was like fun workspace, and there was like table flipping. And there was actually a dedicated table flip table yeah. that had like the ASCII art yeah. like written on it, and people would try to flip the I thing for full three hundred and sixty. When I was purchasing things in the oh really? The I'm shop. sure. I'm sure. I was like, that. where's that's the like, table flipping table? That's an heirloom. <laughs> there were cheese fights, and there was like destroying things with hammers. It was a crazy time. But like, what's cool is that like Devnet really focused up, kind of um, in just a very community driven way, like very grassroots way, like a lot of things self organized, like. I, d I decided to start running the, the jams because like Will was like had too much to do and like show and tell kind of started happening and we started doing the tournaments and we started doing like, the book club. The, the developer talks a little bit. Yeah, yeah, the, the talks would be cool to do. Yeah. Again, but um, yeah, it's just really hard to get one. And, yeah. Yeah. yeah, every yeah. month. I remember, remember because Aaron was in charge of those. I remember he had it was like he would have somebody and the person would be like, no, can't make it like last right. minute. Yeah. I think one of the things with like Dev Night is that it's not like a traditional tech meetup in that we all sit around at an assigned seat and we just listen to content being blasted at us. It's very informal. So doing a talk, any anytime we've done anything for like longer than forty five minutes, people just start losing um, like attention because I think it's 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 more interesting than it's not just being like regurgitate content to people. It's like very interactive, and I think like the strength of Dev Night is not like. It's not original Dev Night, which is people come and make stuff, but it's a really good like environment for um, getting feedback on stuff. It's definitely a showcase. People show stuff all the time, and um, like meeting people to collaborate with, and just f being inspired by the awesome shoot that people make. Yeah, you can to you coin. can meet and make connections in like a non forced cheesy way, like no adding on LinkedIn. Yeah, it's not right, like, right. It's not like synergistic. So you're saying you haven't seen any of my LinkedIn requests then. Oh, I blocked you on LinkedIn long ago. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Why haven't you endorsed my skills, Abby? <laughs> my skill not swearing. Wait, so then, Jake, what are some of the game jams you've uh, you've en enjoyed seeing over the years? Um, I remember. Wait. Does anybody remember a jam? Uh, any, I always blank on the jams. Jam? I mean, jam. why are we running? Was made for the profit jam. Oh yeah, the profit jam was interesting. And that's uh, that's great because it just launched today, right? Or yesterday? When did no, it no, like a couple weeks, hopefully. Okay. Yeah. Well, sorry. Well, by the time this podcast comes out, <laughs> is that like the third game that was made for the profit jam that like actually took off and like got uh, really successful? Well, Monster One Burger, right? Yeah, it got released. Breaker um, Blocks. Goo Goo. What? Breaker Blocks. Breaker, Breaker Blocks. Was, Breaker was that profit that jam? That wasn't made for the profit no, jam. No, that wasn't. I thought it was. Was no, it? Pretty no, sure it was. was. No, he yeah. made Breaker Blocks last. He did make a March. game. Yeah. He made Breaker Blocks a long time ago. I think it was Dead Sales. I think it was the betting game. Okay, I can't remember. Wasn't it the like game where about bidding the pirate game? Yeah. Well, I mean, so the profit jam was just uh, it was a game jam to see who could make the most money. Didn't Greg make a game? Also, Greg made a game. Goo goo, yeah. Goo goo, that was yeah. The other he won because he made like fifteen hundred bucks or two thousand yeah. bucks or something. It was a cool game. Greg, I know. He <laughs> no, he's it. amazing. Aaron made a game. 
So what's the project? Jam? Released. Oh, a game jam where you try and make money. It's a game yeah, jam where you have to you you yeah. spend like the first amount of time making. You have to launch the game. So they had like a month after making the game to make as much money to as make possible. as much money as they could. Yeah. So Monster Hunter Burger released on iOS. Oh, Daniel made that. Word the word bird. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, God, yeah. I love that game so yeah, that much. Cool. I love that game. Yeah, there are a lot of good games. Yeah. Yes. One thing about the Profit Jam is that like most jams are two weeks. This was like six weeks, yeah. and the expectation was not like just a jam style game, but like a polished product that you put out. Right. And so like that, we were just kind of tra- trying to challenge the community to make something and ship it and put in that last like eighty percent that developers always talk about, which was hard. They did yeah, it. Yeah, they did it, and it was crazy. Yeah. It was awesome to watch. It was a cool it was jam. It was really cool to watch. We should redo that jam. It's, totally. That jam was really neat because, you, yeah, we did get to see a lot of things come out of games that we made for Game Jams, but we still had a lot of people who worked on Game Jam games that were successful after the game was put out. Yeah. Like, for example, Nicole, you, uh, you and Anthony made Resistor. We did. We made it for the Oasis jam. What was the Oasis jam? It was Pick an Oasis song title and make a game out of it. And so that that jam actually, there were a lot of great games that came out of that jam. What was Chris's? Chris's, Chris Hoops made a game that eventually became Bungle, right? Didn't Fuck um, in the Bushes? Wasn't that no, that was Bang Busters. Yeah, yeah. But didn't that eventually lead to, uh, like, because no. because Bungle has the same back and forth. No, Bang Busters was the where you like fight. You're like a you're like a park ranger and you find people banging in the bushes. No, you're on the boardwalk. And you've got roller skates on. Oh, okay. Yeah, and you're and you try and you route people out of bushes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And there's like things flying at you after you jump over was, poop and stuff. I thought that was how. No, there was another. There was an, that bar game was something else. I can't remember what that. Yeah, one I think was. it was something else. Was it something else? Yeah. Okay, yeah. I love that game. Yeah. That game was really fun. And uh, and speaking of games that did well that based on jams, like that was a top ten iPad game for a while. Yeah, yeah. Chris Hoops Ghost Crab Games. Was, yeah. they, they make awesome games. I like Bungle. Yeah. So how did Resistor do after the game jam? Um, after the game, we won that game jam, and then we were like, oh my god, people like this game. And the whole reason we made it was because we were like, you know, well, we don't make video games, but we want to participate, so we were like, let's make an analog. Oh well, yeah, Resistor is an analog card game. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh... Oh, never mind. How do you play Resistor? Never played it. <laughs> um, I sure brought it with me. I should just bust it out. We have to explain it for the podcast yeah. listeners. Um, it's a two-player... That was... It's a two-player card game where you're two supercomputers in charge of your country's nukes, and you're just going to hack the other player so you can launch your nukes up and launch them back. Is um, the only way to win not to play? Yes. It is board <laughs> games rules. The only way to win is not to play. But uh, all the cards are double-sided, and they have red, blue, or red and blue lines on them. So you're trying to... You have, like, random cards between you, and you're trying to manipulate them to get your color line connected all the way across. That's very cool, the two-sided cards. Like, you can see your side, but your opponent can see the other side, so it's all about hidden information. Yeah. It's a very cool mechanic. It was super fun to make, and uh, it was all because of the Game Jam. And then we, we made it in... The Game Jam was August of 2013. We launched our Kickstarter in March of 2015, so we spent like a year and a half like working on it. Anthony made all the art. We went to a bunch of conventions. We got into any mega booths. We got into Boston Fig and like a bunch of other events. And then we had a Kickstarter, and then a week in the Kickstarter, we got picked up by a publisher, and... It, Launched in stores in October of 2015, so now That's it's for sale. That's yeah. a really good story. Yeah, we were, story. Just in, we were just in the Indie Cage Showcase at like two weeks ago, which was intense. Oh, nice. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah, you've been to you've been to a lot of events. I mean, yeah, showing. Right. At we went them. to 24 events last year. That's, that's crazy. Why we bought, cool. That's why we bought a cart this year. We were like, we can't do this anymore. Right. Wait, Why? so you got a road trip now across the country? 
Um, probably, we're probably not going to drive to any of those, but like Massachusetts. I really want to start going back to East Coast Game Conference in North Carolina. But can you drive us across the country? Can I drive across the country? What kind of cars do you got? Yeah. got a Toyota Yaris. It's okay. a little tiny bubble. Uh, okay. It's a little so baby. Not, is that a electric car? No. no. Okay. You, you should have bought a school bus though. and like carted us all That's around. That's a really great idea. Yeah. Dev Night on school Dev bus. Dev Night bus. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Dev Night bus, like desert bus. We need a new home. You could have supplied rig. that. Or what? The war rig. <laughs> you also won a game jam, right? You won two. I won two game jams. Yeah. Yeah. Most decorated jammer in the room. Well, I thought, oh, in the room. I was like, yeah. I was like, how many is Camden? Oh, Camden. <laughs> yeah, Camden, Camden ruins garbage. everybody. Yeah, yeah. yeah, Camden's like the great ruiner. His walls are papered with game game trays. <laughs> he doesn't come in first, he comes in second. Yeah, I, I came to Dev9 and just like creeped around for a while. For yeah, a we called you creepy for a while. Yeah, I was. I think she like climbed I was real wild, people threw stuff at me. And then, <laughs> uh, actually, I hit up my cousin who makes games. Uh, just kind of as a hobby, he lives in Philly, and I was like, hey. Is it Corey? Yeah. Yeah. I was like, hey, Corey, have you ever heard of Dev Night? And he was like, yeah, let's make a game. Like, at that exact moment that I asked him. <laughs> so I was like, all right. So he did. We made a game, and it was an analog game about, uh, it was for the Animate Me Jam with our, our Slack bot. Yeah. And our prompt was something about evolution. So we made a game about stitching together pieces of animals to create a supreme species that can survive in any habitat. So Spore, the board game. Spore or Exquisite Corpse or whatever oh, you want to yeah. call it. It's basically that as a card game. And so that one in August. And then people noticed me. <laughs> and then suddenly <laughs> put, you, put you on the map. <laughs> yeah, and then I made another one with Marina in January for the Tiny Jam. Where we had to use less than five dollars of materials. Wow! So we made we made the frog games at Pitos that we've talked about before. I still need to bring it in for you to play. That I screamed in your face when you told me about. Yes. It. Yeah. Sorry it's about the, that. It's the rubber band shooting target game on the table. That sounds awesome. Yeah, we made we made it out of a box of trash that we found. Amazing. Pieces of wood and frogs. So you spent no money on the game. Well, I mean, we bought, like, watercolors for, like, $2 okay. for a Rite Aid. Yeah, there was, like, a $5 cap, right, for... Yeah. yeah. For analog, and then for digital, it was, like, you... It had to be, like, less than 10K and 256 by 256 pixels okay. of art. Did yeah. you, like, um... Did you find the trash and then pick decide like design the game based on what you found? Yeah, we well, we went to... We would go to PAFA Art School, and we went to the floor that has a wood shop because we thought there might be some random pieces of stuff because they have kind of like a art school box. trash is cool yeah. trash I was going to say how much trash did you look through and, there, well, like, no, and, there, and there was just there just happened to be a shoebox sitting on a couch up there that said free in it. Oh. some wooden dowels and some pieces of wood and That's then two ru rubber frogs <laughs> and we were like what can we do with this oh man we should have Game Forge fire sale that so it, night jam. It was kind of like... That would be awesome. It was kind of like an Iron Chef kind of thing where we just had random ingredients and we were like, what can we do with this? And it actually turned out cool. Did That's you put awesome. a caveat on your game like, this game is trash? Like, <laughs> be warned when you touch it. Yeah. 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 May contain E. coli. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, you know, since, since we're artists, we were able to kind of like make it look fancier 
he painted it and he designed like these bug characters so it doesn't look like trash I mean, we made some <laughs> we made some like duplicate copies afterwards that were like, not a lot nicer so yeah it, it was trash but <laughs> it it fit with the spirit of the theme Do so people know it even more now no. Do you feel after that, people hate so it. <laughs> you should call the game Rags to Riches. <laughs> Rags to Riches. Yeah. Yeah, we ended up calling it Zapitos because Sapitos is frogs, and it means little frogs in Spanish. Oh. But we put a Z in it because Zap is like the sound of like a rubber band. Well, and also Z is just way cooler. Z is so That's much true. cooler, dude. I put Z in all my. John Pierre. <laughs> well, like all my screen names. You know, the tiny X's and the, and the Z's. No. Yeah, yeah. Cruel Wrong. XX writers. X. No. X. It's just know. all the frustration of not being able to curse <laughs> coming in. We learned tonight that Sean doesn't curse, and he's been having a really hard time ever since. And been really clutching this glass of water. Yeah, but I really love doing that. Before that, I wouldn't. Like, I kind of came to Death Knight because I was like, making games sounds cool, but I would have had no idea how to start doing it. But it. Just that kind of thing where you guys were like, do it, and it was that simple. But I wouldn't have thought that it was that simple because I didn't know anything about it. I think like that, that's what I'm. One of the things I'm most proud about our community is that, like, a monthly game jam is a lot. It's like an aggressive pace. Yeah. And um, it's a, it's a decent amount of work for me to come up with the things, but like, but like the whole community. I'm I, I'm always like. I'm gonna do this, and like, who's gonna have time to do this? Like, ridiculous idea, but every, but so many people do, and so many people make awesome things that, like, and we, I, we, you know, like, some of the people, whatever. We we talk to people when we go to conventions about other game communities, um, or like when Unity comes to town, or when whatever, and um, there there's a lot of game communities like with a lot more studios involved in a lot bigger actual game dev scenes in cities and Philly doesn't have that many studios but our like community is, is super like is super active yeah and I haven't talked to very many people at all who do like even close to a monthly jam yeah Tyler, what, what would you say I mean since you since you're the youngest one in the community in the whole community no in this room in this room right now just basically the entire community we represent all We're a microcosm. Yeah. Um, are we? I think we are. I think so. Short person. Yeah. Tall oh, person. person. <laughs> let's not, let's not I, I <laughs> talk about who's the oldest in the community. I don't want to have that conversation. Please stop there. Just stop there. I remember <laughs> now when I first came to the game jam by how the, the games for the jams were not limited by it having to be a real game. Like, I remember seeing Camden's uh, headbanging game for the Move Your Body Jam and realizing, like, oh, these, 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 can, be ju- no these can be just oh. for fun. Yeah. Camden also made a really cool. Like, Camden you know, also you don't get that in a game that has to make money. Right. He also made a game about whistling where you had to whistle to get the character to Oh, yeah. yeah. Which was that was an unusual input jam, I think. Yeah. Camden is, like, like hyper creative. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's really good at like, And there's, like, lots of, like, Games don't even have to be finished. There's plenty of jams that are like yeah. not oh, or jam yeah. games that people. It's just an it's just an opportunity to like we give a trophy and that's kind of like motivation. But really, what it is is just it's like challenging people to iterate and to like get better and to practice and to just have fun making stuff. What? And well, it can be just, anything. It's like to just get it out there without worrying about reception. 
Right. Because right. I think half the battle, like imposter syndrome, like you talked about, is just convincing yourself to put it out there, right. no matter what state it's in, or if you think it's good enough or not. So right. having a two week yeah. cap is like whatever you have. Terrifying, bring it. but also yeah. It's terrifying, but like Satisfying. I've never seen a game that I was like, this is stupid. Yeah. Yeah. You should have brought it. Yeah. <laughs> They're, yeah. they're always great. Yeah. <laughs> you haven't, you haven't, yeah, been around long enough. Yeah. Only, well, Sean had one. Well, I, we don't com- that. <laughs> I competed in one game jam. And because, I beat you. Yeah, is that no, the only, is that the only jam you ever did? That's the only game I, jam, uh, jam I finished. Okay. Yeah, well, I've started a lot of, a lot of jams and I get to a point where I think, man, I hate this game, I hate myself, why am I even here? That's my life story. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> why am I even here? But the one I actually did finish, the reason why I finished it is because there was a bet placed against. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a bet. If yeah. there's anything Sean wants to do, it's to thwart other people winning money. Exactly, yeah. yeah. So I didn't who, wanna... who dared you? Who bet you? Um, it's Chris. Chris. Um, Lopalo and yeah. Will, right? Yeah. Bet each other? Yeah, Chris bet on me. Yeah. Um, and who did Will pick? Uh, I forget. Okay. But they lost, that's all I know. I, that person didn't even make a game, I don't Yeah, think. they even made a game. So I finished that game. And I brought it out, and I lost to Tabitha and her cronies. Um, <laughs> yeah, outsiders. Yeah, outsiders. They showed that up. That was Tiny Jam. No, that was the. Um, oh, that was Turn It Turn Turn Jam. Yeah, yeah. That's wait wait because you um your prompt, you were like you you gave because the so how it worked is um. We said turd animate me, and you could pick three things, and then you should picked... explain what turd is. Turd is our Slack bot. I think you mentioned that before. One of our Slack bots. One of our Slack bots, and if you ask it to animate you something, it'll do a Google image search for a GIF and show it to you. So you have to pick one of the really really off. Yeah, they're they're insane, (laughs) and you have to use that as a seed for a jam. You pick three, and then you're like, I don't like any of these. I think one of them was a Quadratron game. Yeah, because of the music for one of the. uh, The music for monsters. Yeah. 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 So I just I just worked off the initial prompt. Right. Off that okay. weird chicken okay. dancing. So I just did dancing animals. Right. Yeah. I didn't like any other prompt. Because <laughs> how can you be like, I made this game. It's called Quadratron. <laughs> it's called Quadratron. Quadratron games. <laughs> I mean, I, I am happy that I did finish that game jam again though, because I really did like that game. It was awesome. Um, I didn't play that one. You didn't play it. It's the one. Oh, you was. Have you seen it? Which one is it? The dancing animals. Oh, I have seen it. Yes. Yeah, yeah. It's terrible. I did. Just kidding. Terrible. It was great. No, I, I actually would love to finish and put that on an iPad or Android-type device, whatever one of those things are. But, um, yeah, I mean, I, and I did learn a lot, actually, from doing that, actually finishing the game jam instead of stopping halfway and complaining about life. It is um, interesting, though, because you're always working on something. I'm surprised you don't. I know you're show stuff it, and it's always well, interesting. Place, like though. you're you're always doing something. That's the crazy. thing. He's, he stretches himself too thin. Yeah, well, and he has imposter syndrome. Yeah, this is a self obsession now. It's supposed to be now. motivation, Sean. This is an intervention. It's a safe place for an incomplete. It's supposed to. It's, it's all designed so you can put that stuff out. Yeah, I, I know. I know. It I, works for ninety nine percent of people. I think it should it should like help most people overcome their. Well, I really want I really want to do something for this last outdoor game jam, but I. I bought a giant net for it. Hey, we should do elbow, we should do yeah. elbow wrestling. Is that a game? Remember, I, I like. It's where oh yeah, the elbow wrestling where I beat you. It's where you oh, grease up yeah. your elbow with elbow grease. But I think we should start on the ground, Call and back. one person will try to get up. Okay. Well, but only connected by the elbow. <laughs> we'll discuss this thing. But it's really important. Let's <laughs> <laughs> turn this whole podcast into a brainstorming session. No, we'll talk. Like Jake, you work at Flypop. Yeah. Yeah. With a bunch of other people. Parker, Josh Chung, 
Patrice. Bald guy. <laughs> Max Brenner, the bald man. Chaco from the bald man. That's right. This is all true. This is all true. Dave and uh, Jay. Jason. Yeah. And Nicole, you, you also own a company. I own a company, Cardboard Fortress Games. Whoop. With Anthony. With Anthony Amato. And you guys got started two years ago? We, so it was funny because we were at, I was at the Global Game Jam in like 2012, so it was like over four years ago, I don't suppose where, and you guys showed up at Andy Hall and you were like, you showed up late and you were like, yeah, let's do this, we're going to a birthday party, and then you guys left, <laughs> and I was like, goodbye, and then I was like, I'm going to go home now because I'm not going to sleep at Indy Hall, and I went home and then Tristan messaged me the next day and was like, hey, the heat is broken at Indy Hall, because uh, it was in January, Yeah. and that was when Anthony and I started working on Kobolds. Oh, no way. Oh, okay. oh so Kobolds was before Resistor. Kobolds... Was, was Anthony at Global? That no, year? he wasn't at Global. Mm-mm. How'd you? How'd you? Where'd you meet him? I went. I went home. I went to his place after that. Oh, okay. And okay. I was like, because oh, the theory, the theme was Ouroboros, and I was like, this yeah, great idea yeah, for an Ouroboros board game, and yeah. we like talked about an Ouroboros board game, and then we like started like thinking about making it, and then Anthony had the idea. He'd had the idea for Kobolds for like years and years and years, and he's like. He like put together that prototype that was like the cardboard with the post-it notes on mm-hmm. it and stuff and the pennies and we didn't officially start Cardboard Fortress Games until like twenty like fourteen probably. But we like we had started working on like analog games back way back mm-hmm. then. But Cobalt still isn't out yet, so we tried to do an analog jam for a game for that jam and it I remember we were like, oh, okay, we can just, like, we don't have to code anything. Like, it'll be, like, super easy. And then, like, two days later, we just had, like, the stupidest, most elaborate, ridiculous idea. And we were just like, this is terrible. We've utterly failed. <laughs> we totally went in with no respect for game design. Or, oh, my God, that's so funny. And we just got totally eaten alive. I guess we could try and wrap it up. Um, one thing that I thought would be cool to wrap it up with is... Um, Everyone goes around and mentions something either that they're looking forward to or something that you're working on right now. So pick one of the two and then talk briefly about it. Okay, we'll start with Nicole. Nicole, what are you working on or what are you looking forward to? Uh, so one thing we're really excited about is that um, Laser Riders got picked up by the company Greater Than Games. Um, we just signed a contract. Congratulations. Thank you. Yay! So that's really exciting that we can finally announce it. Um, so we're going <laughs> to... We're gonna be working with them, and I'm really excited to see like where the art direction's gonna go and what's gonna look like. And they, I think they want to kickstart it in November, so that's oh, wow. really soon. Oh, that's cool. But yeah. they're probably a whole team of people Absolutely, ready yeah. to go. Yeah. Okay. Jake, what are you working on, or what are you looking for? I am to? very excited about what I'm working on, and it's almost done. And it's been, um, it's it'll be the second game that Flyclops puts out, and it's called Why We're Running, and it's a mobile game because that's Woo! what we make, and it's like a it's very different than our other game, which is like the uh, Domino's game, um, but it's like a top-down action, kind of, you run through the city, um, and it's like kind of a strange, uh, weird artificial arena game show environment. It's kind of like Truman Show meets The Running Man meets just kind of <laughs> stupid um, and goofy. Wait, The Running Man was the one with Arnold Schwarzenegger, Yeah, right? yeah, where it's like the game show, he's like running. I used to watch that all the time when it came on TV. I don't remember any of it. Oh, yeah, really? But yeah, we watched a little bit of it, just, it's like... But it's cool. It's a lot of fun. It's very different than making Domino, and I get to do the things that I do more in game jams, which is like game stuff. And and I've never built a, like 
I've released a few games, but I've never put as much work or as much polish and tried to make a game at this level before. So there's a lot of challenges in that, but it's also it's also awesome. Um, and we've been working really hard on it for like six months. Oh wow! Um, okay. And so yeah, we're gonna put it out in a couple weeks. That's How much is it gonna cost? Zero dollars. Zero dollars. Yeah, it's a mobile game, and if we charge ninety nine cents, no one will ever buy it. Oh really? <laughs> yeah. You're right. Are you gonna What's have that? ads? Right. How are you gonna make revenue? So we're gonna do like. Sorry, um, is that a rude question? No, no, that's fine. It's like it's gonna be <laughs> coins. So, rude. so you'll earn coins. Um, okay. And by playing, and and if you wanna watch video ads or buy coins, so we're not. It's not gonna be like a crazy. Um, uh, What's the King.com game? Candy Crush. It's not going to be like a super... I'm like, like, this is a trick question. (laughs) Like, manipulative, like, uh, exploitative, like, um, economy where we try to pinch people. Um, That's right, Candy Crush. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. You hear that? Suck it, Candy Crush. Hate coming from below. (laughs) Candy Crush. Uh, I saw a a talk at GDC, which is, like, a good way to... Because that's the reality of mobile games. It's like, you can't... You you have to be free. Make money off of them, too. Right. Some of those mobile games that charge, like, four ninety nine. Well, we're not at that level. Like, that would be nice. And I think some studios who can make, like... Like, Cypher Prime can, like, charge for games because they make games at a certain level. But we don't have the reputation or the the production skills to make a game, like, that's that... That's, like, that polish and that commands that kind of, like... And and also the type of game we're making right now just isn't that type of game. Okay. But we're... But so, like, you can earn coins by doing stuff by being good or just by playing a lot. And then... Or it's basically just... You're you're charging for impatience. If people are just impatient and they're like, I just want to get through this faster... You can buy, and that a few like a small amount of people will do that. And you're basically talking about how I play Triple Town because I right. play Triple Town. And I like get all these coins, and I'm like, sometimes I'm like, oh, I have ninety thousand coins. I'll just keep playing for the next right, hour. Right. That's what. Or you can play four ninety, pay four ninety nine. Yeah, just exactly. Never have to do like Crossy Road. Crossy Road was the same thing. Totally. And that, Crossy Road is like our kind of model. Yeah, yeah, and that game did really well. Yeah. I paid a lot of money for Alpha Bear. Not a lot of money. That's a lot of money on the App Store. Yeah, it is. It's a small fortune. <laughs> so what are you looking forward to, or what are you working on? I guess what I would like to do next, as far as games, would be to do something with Zepidos, which is the, the toy-ish game that I made. I would like to send it to the next stage of production. I'm thinking about options for that. It may end up being a Kickstarter or something else. But Wait, and what's the shoe company that starts with a Z? Zappos? Oh, okay. Like like, sorry. I give them the, okay, sorry, go ahead. Oh my god, that'd be hilarious. <laughs> I was like, Zappos, 14,000 <laughs> pairs of shoes and one board game. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they'll pick it up. I need a sponsor. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm really interested in seeing what comes after the fun part and uh, if I can be successful with that. And I would like to make more games that are kind of physical like that and involve more intricate pieces than just cards because I think I'm in a position where I could, I would be able to create things like that and do something more design oriented and kind of outside of the box as far as how it physically looks and acts as a game. So that's what I'm thinking about. Yeah, we're doing some cool things. Really cool. Yeah. What are you doing, Sean? Uh, do I have to answer that? Yeah. <laughs> uh, what am I question. doing? <laughs> I don't know if I'm doing anything. What, what, what That's am I looking forward such to? bullshit. <laughs> uh, I have nothing to look forward to. I'm not working. Oh, my life. Come on, Sean. <laughs> I'm trying to think about what I'm working on. Get it together. I, um, I can't believe Sean just 
Maybe. Put uh, uh, together. This is your idea. You're the host. Put together. What am I looking forward to? I don't know. What am I working on right now? I guess what I've really been working on. Are you interviewing yourself? <laughs> Sean, what are you working on? Well, I'm not really sure what I've been working on. Well, how about what have you been working on? Well, <laughs> so Sean, it says here that um, <laughs> Well, okay, fine. What I'm working on right now is not games at all, though. I'm really trying to work on that Patreon thing for... What about your podcast? For... Yes, I'm working on this. Oh, that? Let's not talk about that. You're okay, not working we, very hard on the podcast. We don't, we no, don't there's, do, a, there's a whole different podcast thing she's talking about. Uh, right? we I'm talking about things on their yeah. podcast, the, the, like, serialized... Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, the thing is, I was supposed to get a lot of help with that from people, and people kept like, canceling on oh, me. Oh, voice. So and then I felt really bad, because I was always like, Sean, I'll be the voice. He's like, Nicole, you can't be every voice. <laughs> and I was like, but I sure could. Yeah, I mean, you could, but I don't want to put that I'll word be voice. I'll be a voice. Okay, fine. Maybe I should start this over again. Yeah. Should I start this do you want it? You should be a voice. On what? On Sean's. It's like a serialized yeah. podcast. So I, yeah, I started up, uh, I want to start a podcast that was like serial. Like, do you listen to serial? Like recreate serial? No, but. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes, completely. Plagiarize yes, yes. serial yeah. with our voices? <laughs> oh my god, that would be start no. now? Can you imagine how awesome that would be? It would be terrible. That would be a terrible, uh, I forgot the whole name now. Uh, oh, what? Sarah, 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 Sarah. Sarah, yeah, I'd be a terrible, terrible Sarah. Um, no, I wanted to do a podcast that was kind of like Serial, but what would happen is that I would tell a story, and at the end, I would come to a, a point where I have to make a few decisions. So, um, and after that, I posted online, then people would go to the website, and they'd vote. And they would actually vote on the decisions I would make, so they basically shape the story as it goes on. So, I mean, choose your own adventure. Exactly, podcast. choose your own in fiction. In fiction, yeah. yeah. That's cool. um, and it was really cool because I had, had a ton, put a ton of work into it, into the first episode, and then I had people lined up, and then people stopped. Hey, I, became, I never do anything. Put me on it. That's true, right? I never do anything. I, I mean, nothing. Maybe, okay, if I start over again, Nicole, can you and Anthony be the mother and father yeah. of that one person? I'm in. Okay. All right, cool. I'm going to start this game. Well, that's what I'm working that's on. That's what Sean's doing. A new podcast. Sean's doing something. <laughs> we just yeah. gave Sean a task. Yeah. <laughs> Great. With all my 15 million other things to do. That he couldn't think of a single one. <laughs> no. Before <laughs> this moment. Nope. Alright, well, I mean, I guess that's the thing. You're you doing all. a great job on the Patreon, by the way. The Patreon looks great. Uh, well, I mean, everyone's yeah, working on it. Awesome. Everyone's working on it. Yeah, but yeah. you're. Yeah, a lot of people work really hard and put a lot of volunteer hours into Dev Night. Yeah. I think it's really mm -hmm. sweet because there's no reason to do that besides free will. So let's so, clap yeah. for all those people. So everyone up here, ourselves a big round of applause for being on the podcast. Thank you all for helping us on the podcast. Only podcast where yeah. we applaud <laughs> ourselves at the end of it. Thanks for joining us. Um, thanks to our studio audience. Thanks. Thank you, Candy Crush, our official sponsor. <laughs> <laughs> well, once again, we have, uh, I guess, everyone, do you other outros? Nah. Well, we'll get five today. Thank you, uh, Jake, for being here. Thanks, Sean. <laughs> Thank you, Nicole. Thanks, Nicole. <laughs> thanks, Nicole. <laughs> Thank you, Tabitha. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> I'm welcome. I, I don't know. You're All welcome. Right. Thank, you. Thank you for listening. I'll we'll see you all next time.
tastes like plants. That's your your oh it's like a it's the weenus. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what? I didn't want to say that and be wrong. It's the weenus. It's a curse word you can't. It's your weenus. That's your weenus. That's the name of it. No. Yeah, it is. Uh-uh. You know if you pinch uh-uh. it, uh-huh. it doesn't like. No. No. Can you feel it? It doesn't hurt the same as if like. Are you recording? How yeah. Hard are you? Did you hear the squeak? The squeak. That needs to be our intro.